else. Now it's my show. Now I'm the diva and you guys can't talk. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for being here. This is the first live Sabbath Sunday podcast that we're doing. I really want to thank you personally, each and every one of you, not just for showing up, but for all your support. It's been really rad. And this has been a cool journey just on the Sabbath Sunday podcast in general. Started pretty small, and now I get a lot of people listening to and asking me questions. And I think it's uh, what we're trying to do is better our own lives and better each other's lives. And that's how the Lifting Dead Army will lift up the world. So thank you for that. What I'm going to get into first before we address anything Black Sabbath or anything crazy is the new mental combat program that uh, my man, Joe, I know you've been, you've dived deep into it. You asked me a bunch of questions, which I love. I love those questions because that means you're not the only person that has them. And I know a lot of people might read this program and be like, holy shit, this might be a lot. This might be weird, but what we do best is freak people out, right? So that's what we want to do. I wanted to do something different that wasn't just a normal uh, lifting well-being program, a normal, you can do push-ups, you can do burpees all, all day long, but to really get down to the nitty gritty and what a lot of people have been um, kind of reaching out to us about at Death Comes Lifting is uh, mental health strategies, like how are you dealing with the pandemic? How are you getting motivated to do a workout in your garage or anything like that? And I've just been sharing what I've personally been into, which is yoga and meditation and how that's helped not only me personally tremendously, but a bunch of other people I've been around and I've uh, had the pleasure of taking yoga classes and philosophy, yoga philosophy classes with a bunch of cool people and really a lot of people that are smarter than me. So I'm just doing my best to share that information in a way that is very death comes lifting friendly. We're going to have uh, cool images of people getting their heads ripped off to go into the spiritual well-being program because I think that that is what would attract the people that our audience basically you guys and myself I want to listen to just anybody and who am I I'm nobody I'm just trying to share information that I've learned and uh, that's how we make the world go around Joe you said the program looked pretty daunting right a thumbs up or thumbs down if you think it's yeah all right you're probably not alone in that and I didn't realize kind of all that went into it when I was writing it. I was just in deep and putting it out there. And I wanted you guys to uh, check it out. That being said, if you read it from start to finish, you might be like, I don't even know what you're even talking about, number one, or uh, where to start. So start at phase one and don't worry about anything else. I probably should have made a note in that at the beginning. But that's why we're talking about it now. So everybody else listening, all you other people out there. Start at phase one and there's no time limits. There's no, I didn't put like, do this for a week, do this for two days. I it's everybody's so different, especially on the meditation and yoga realm. Like some people are starting out up here. Some people don't even know what meditating even is at all. So you might be in phase one for a month. Some people might be in phase two for phase one for a week, whatever speaks to you you'll know when you're ready to move on so i think at least from what it sounded like joe you looked at the whole thing and we're like super into it really deep and i think it might have overwhelmed you a little bit based on that so i say just start at phase one 
and don't worry about anything else until you're ready for phase two. And that, that's my general recommendation to everybody. And it starts with breath and just sitting down and being at peace with yourself. And that's literally it. If you can sit down and try to breathe for five minutes a day, you do that for two weeks, you don't have to worry about anything else. You know, so start really small. Don't let anything overwhelm you. And uh, I think it will really help. It really helped a lot of people that I've been uh, personal training. You know, here I, I mentioned before, we're filming videos to go with it. That's why the green screen's been here. But I've had clients come in for classes and things that I've been teaching. We're going to live stream them. So I think once the community kind of gets involved, it is not just like me sending out like documents, like <laughs> do this. Um, it'll be a lot cooler and a lot, a uh, lot easier to digest for everybody. So, uh, if anybody has any specific questions on anything, you know, read it over, shoot it to us. We'll, uh, obviously, obviously do everything we can to, um, accommodate that and make you, make you comfortable. But so what I wanted to do is just freak people out with this. You know, a lot of our audience is, um, weightlifting, blood drinking, demon maniacs, which I love and, and I am too. But as soon as you talk about mobility and well-being and try to get a little, you know, men, the whole mental health, spiritual realm of things, a lot of those metalhead freaky people kind of got, whoa. So if we can freak out the freaks, that's what I like to do. So I think this program is going to take off slowly. I think a lot of people are apprehensive about it now, but counting on you guys and myself to um, reap the benefits and share it with share it with other people because uh, really at the end of the day we're just spiritual beings floating through this place with no direction and our muscles and beautiful bodies mean nothing if our mind heart and souls aren't in line so what's what's a nice set of abs if you can't even think or be at peace with yourself at the end of the day that's what we all want i think that's what will make the world a better place. And also listening to Black Sabbath will make the world a better place, which is why we do this. For those of you that are new, I know we got some new listeners. We got some new uh, people in the army, which is fucking awesome. That's what we want. We want to grow the community. So thank you for signing up. And uh, if this is your first time listening, we talk health and wellness. We talk spirituality. We talk anything and everything. There are no limits. This is like real church. You can show up naked. You can show up in your PJs. We don't care. We love you. I have some notes that I wanted to go over of our new recording that we're going to go over. Geezer Butler's Plastic Planet. We go in the in discography sequence. So we started with the first Black Sabbath album all the way to the last. We did all the live albums. And if you listen to all of them, God bless you. I love you for that. I wouldn't get, I probably personally wouldn't even listen to them. So if you did gold stars and free merchandise to all of you. So now we're going solo and we've come to Geezer Butler's Plastic Planet. Now do not underestimate Geezer Butler. If any of you have heard this, I don't know if you have or not, but it looks, it sounds as weird as it looks. If you saw the, uh, the image I posted of the um, of the album, it's like a fly with a with two uh, globes, like world Earths, <laughs> in its eyes, whatever. And it's it's a victim of that like '90s uh, industrial metal, where like real metal got killed during the '90s by like Limp Biscuit and Fear Factory and like uh, you know just industrial shit like that. 
so every classic band tried to had to kind of had to do their thing to like sound like corn and slipknot to be accepted which i like corn and slipknot don't get me wrong there's a plenty of 90s bands that that are great but when you find these older quote unquote old people musicians trying to fit in oftentimes it doesn't work out so well that was the case with even Tony, even the great Tony Iommi really couldn't pull it off with his solo album that we went over last week. But I think Geezer Butler did. And Geezer Butler's always been like the unsung hero in Black Sabbath, in my opinion. The bassist never gets enough credit, no matter what. I personally am a bassist, so maybe that's why my heart goes out to Geezer Butler. But he wrote all the lyrics on like the first eight records. He's the mastermind behind the whole thing. The bass is nasty 100% of the time. Even on this record, it has kind of that industrial edge to it. Real 90s metal, but it's better than most. So I think this record slept on. Give it a chance. Give Geezer Butler a chance. Give Peace a chance, as John Lennon says. Give Black Sabbath a chance. So going back to what I said about this being real church, some people like to read the Bible. Some people like to read the Quran whatever all those all those places you're all welcome here but we derive our well-being from what was written by ozzy osbourne geezer butler bill ward and tony iomi so thank you for joining us everybody going over the record a little bit as we do i would say that there's not one standout song if you kind of just get the vibe it's great to work out to it's really heavy Track five, though, is called The Invisible, and it was featured on, I couldn't even make this up for better timing than, than right now. We're promoting our mental combat plan. Track five was featured on the Mortal Kombat 1995 movie soundtrack, and I didn't even know that before this morning. So we'll feature that in, uh, in a video and hope we don't get sued by Geezer Butler. Uh, the vocalist of Fear Factory is the singer on this. His name is Burton C. Bell. He, um, he's pretty great. He's pretty heavy. If you ever listen to Fear Factory, they're kind of hit or miss for me. My uh, Lifts and Riffs podcast partner, Schuler is a Fear Factory freak. So shout out to Schuler if you want any advice in the Fear Factory realm. Go to him. But general recommendation, their album, Demanufacture, is one of the best. And we lift to it around here all the time. He's on here. Dean Castravo is the drummer. And I don't know if any of you know Wednesday 13. Probably if you do, it might be because of me, because I'm a huge Wednesday 13 fan supporter. I've always been. So I'm always posting his music and have uh, his shit involved with what we do. His, his drummer's dad is Dean Castravo. So his drummer is Kyle Castravo. Never knew that before today either. So there's all sorts of death comes lifting influences and connections into Geezer Butler world. But what really is underrated about Geezer Butler is how how woke the gentleman is. He really is. Um, writing all those all those lyrics. Oh yeah, he said bassists always get overlooked. Yeah, for sure. He write, writes all those lyrics that are um, you know early Sabbath is totally like like all love, anti-war, social commentary, just talking about being a better person, all that. I think it unfairly gets categorized as the devil's music. 
oh, which is which is a shame, but it's also cool at the same time because of that. But Geezer Butler is really responsible for all, all those themes, and he puts those themes into this today. Um, there's a song called Drive Boy Shooting about basically cops shoot, shooting other people, sh shooting kids, shooting black people, you know, like, like what, we're, what we're dealing with today. This was 1995. He talked about that back then. He talked about it in the 70s. And it's not slowing down as every anybody can see so maybe if we all listen to black sabbath a little bit um the world would eventually be a better place and that's what we're hoping for so just just crazy all, all these parallels there's a song called giving up the ghost about like um gets pretty heavy into like a past relationship you know you're hanging on to to a ghost people get dra dragged down by the darkness what we're trying to fight the depression the craziness in the world and become a different person and you hang on to the ghost of that person for too long and it ends up dragging you down and uh you know it's what we talk about in our our meditation practices and stuff is you got to surround yourself and things surround yourself with people and things that bring you up not bring you down it's really easy to get trapped in that in that ghost that ghost clinging I've, I've done it myself all all too much and i'm sure you have too so geezer butler's woke man he's he's laying it down on us some of the stuff's not too heavy some of it's doomy there's a song called seance fiction that sounds just like an old black sabbath record which is awesome so not everything's going to change your life but it's fun and um yeah i i think i think everybody sh shouldn't sleep on geezer butler He's woke. He's ahead of his time. He always has been. And he's spiritual. He um, was into yoga and vegetarianism. Not that I'm, you know, the main main proponent of vegetarian and veganism, like my man Joe Smith over there. Um, I know you're, you're holding it down, man. That's right. Cheers. I wish I could be. I, we could talk about this after, but I wish I could be. A, oh, yeah. Warlord Blood Mode. I wish I could be a vegan. I've tried it. It doesn't work for me. If it worked for me better, I would be 100% with you. But Geezer Butler was vegan in like the 70s. So there's all sorts of like bad tour stories about Geezer Butler, like especially in England when like I feel like there's still not vegans in like Birmingham, England. I feel like nobody even knows what that is over there. You know, so he uh, they played gigs and shit. And, you know, everybody would go out and eat fish and chips or a burger or whatever. And he'd like just eat potatoes and like carrots because nobody knew what like there was no such thing as tofu. Nobody knew there was protein and chickpeas back then and shit. So he he would just always rough it. He'd always be just like weird stoned eating potatoes and lettuce and like just how he got through the 70s. So you might be spiritually connected to Geezer Butler in a way. All, all my vegan lifting dead army friends. So that's that. Geezer Butler rocks. You guys rock. Thanks for being here. I'm going to open it up for some questions and some discussion because that's why we're here. And that's why I want to do this because I kind of got sick of talking to myself, talking into a microphone. So uh, I'll unmute y'all. If anybody has anything, no pressure, by the way, either. I know this is the first one. So hold on. I didn't want to mute you. I wanted to unmute you. See, I'm learning. I'm really bad with technology. That's why I lift weights for a living in case you guys needed to know that. Loud part, yeah. Can you guys, it says, 
unmute make participants unmute themselves can you unmute yourself i Is think that I, awesome? I did i do that <laughs> sweet okay. I got it. bless you guys i know that was a short one today i didn't want to hammer on the uh, black sabbath and it's too long but um what what do you think and uh what questions do you have if you have anything or anything you want me to talk about for the general purposes of the lifting dead or whatever um, I mean, I was just going to comment on the whole um, mental aspect of everything. I completely understand what you mean by like when, you know, there's people that are lifting and they're hardcore and they have a really hard time just slowing down because I'm one of those people. Me too. <laughs> and it's just awful because like you're like, I need to like, you know, I need to do this. I need to just give myself five minutes to breathe. I need to do all this stuff to better my mentality and my mental health, you know, and stuff like that. And you're just like, but I just want to listen to metal and loud things and lift. Hundred <laughs> you know? percent. And I think it's really important to, you know, be like, dude, it's okay to just chill for a second. So where are you at personally in that in that practice? Are you just starting to feel that way, or you've been implementing just trying to sit down for five I, minutes, or are you not doing well? I'm <laughs> I'm putting together like a schedule for myself. Good. Because I have a lot coming through the next couple months, you know, including just keeping work, getting to the gym, going back to school, all that stuff. So Good. I have lots of schedule and I need to schedule that whether it's in the morning or at the in the nighttime, I feel like morning would be better. Um, so I'm trying to implement that time between or before working out, you know, like mm. meditating, working out and then get on with my day. So mm. It's just getting it, and I'm, you know, I'm saying it like everybody else, getting it to fit in my day, but it's important and I need to. Definitely. And yeah. it's important that you say that for those of you that aren't on the call that are just listening is buff shady herself, Mohawk Mandy, you're in like incredible shape. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, oh, seriously, though, you're, you're badass. That's why we wanted you to represent the Lifting Dead Army. So you know what it's like to be in that crazy kind of just driven mindset and as good as that as that can be it can do us some damage too Absolutely. so it's really cool that you first just want to talk about that and admit that because you know people think it's just them you know no it's the yeah. it's the trainers too you know it's it's, it's everybody too it's probably, it's probably more so us because we're so fucked up right yeah. right anybody can wake up five minutes earlier that's always what i say you know, yeah. it, it, and, and it's just getting to do it. It's literally just the act of doing it. And then from there, you'll be fine. But yeah. it's just doing it the first time, like anything else. And it's huge to not be too hard on yourself is I know that is counterproductive to progress in the gym a lot. It's like if you're harder on yourself, a lot of the times you get better results when you're when we're talking about lifting or we're talking about pushing it for a run or whatever. But when you're hard on yourself and you meditate, you're just going to feel like shit. You're just like beating yourself up. You have to like be proud that you made the time to just sit down and do right. that. Like, even if you're, if your mind goes everywhere, you're just like, I tried to meditate for five minutes and all I thought about was all the shit I had to do today, or I have to buy fucking dog food after this or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, even if that happens for a week straight and you feel like you've accomplished nothing afterwards, you should still feel super proud of yourself for making the time to do that and that that's the key to progression in beginning this program or, or any meditation program yeah and, absolutely yeah and, and furthermore i'm not the authority on meditation either there's plenty plenty of books 
podcasts, videos, that if you want anything else besides what we provide, and this goes for anybody out there listening, just please feel free to message me. I have, I've read a million books. I have links on the go ready. So all I'm trying to do is, is spread the knowledge. I hope I don't offend the yoga community with any uh, gory or um, satanic r- ritual things. But uh, they, they should know it's all love by now, so I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely, uh, it, it's imperative that you take care of your mental health, no matter how hardcore you are. You know, like, especially sure. with today's society, it's so hard, you know, on Instagram and Twitter, everybody's like, grind, grind, grind. And, you know, if you don't sleep, that's fine. And it's really not fine. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> you know, and so I think we need to change everybody's kind of thinking process on that, because it is important to just give yourself even five minutes a day. Of course. Oh, I'm with, I'm with you. Uh, thanks for even bringing that up. I was one of those people that, you know, pri- prided myself on how little I slept, which now, now I look back on that. I'm like, you're the stupidest. That's the stupidest thing to ever do. You know, when you yeah. sleep, oh, I only slept, I only need four hours. Cause I wake up at four, I lift weights and then I work all day. And it's like, you're just going to burn yourself out or you're going to get depressed or you're going to, something's going to go wrong. Now it's like, you ever sleep eight hours? like bro like i just did the best drug ever if they could sell eight hours of sleep in a powder it would be the best supplement it would be the most top selling supplement ever yeah a lot of people don't realize that yeah people forget the basics now and they're all about you know which there's nothing wrong with supplements and you know caffeine to a certain extent but like you can't live on that shit like you need to live on sleep and water and food (laughs) what what's your take of being a uh you know health conscious person on uh, on caffeine me yeah well i have coffee right here so <laughs> but for sure yeah so my take on caffeine is it's fine mm-hmm. but you can't be living on it i actually stopped taking pre-workout um a couple years ago because i did not like the way it made me feel um i don't care how you know how health conscious the brand is mm-hmm. i just feel like it's not healthy you know, you're looking at those proprietary blends and you're like, what the hell's in that shit? For sure. You know? yep. And uh, so I, caffeine's fine. You know, it's not a bad thing, but you should really, especially I, I talk to your doctor. I say that it's such like a boring thing to say, but talk to your doctor. Like, Same you don't, thing to say, for yeah, sure. like you don't know what your body is, you know, doing with that caffeine and if it's even helping you. So, you know, just be careful with your caffeine is what I say. <laughs> For sure. And I, I was coming from somebody who, I mean, I was a previous like drug addict. So I like it. I, I like the high from caffeine. I like the, uh, I like the go, go, go thing, but I limit it. Like I wake up at most days at four in the morning, not recommending that for like everybody, but that, that's what I do. And I don't allow myself to make coffee until seven. You know, I yeah. do my thing. And then I, so I, I normally don't start drinking coffee till like seven 30. And then I, I stop by like noon. So I try to get, if I go a little past noon, sometimes it happens, but I, I try to, I try to limit it like that. Yeah. That's definitely like, how I've become. Yeah. Cause I used to drink coffee from, you know, a young, I mean, I would say young age, like 15 and yeah. you know, I was in high school and that was the thing and I would drink it all day <laughs> and that's not healthy. No. And so now I've gotten to the point where same thing, you know, I wake up, I drink water first. You know, I get through a couple motions in the morning and then I'll make some coffee before I leave for work. And uh, I think it's important to know that, yeah, coffee's fun. You know, it's good. It tastes good. It's awesome. But you need to limit that amount. Absolutely. Good. Solid. Th- thanks, Mohawk, man. You've, you've <laughs> no problem. Life. You're good. You're good. 
We love you. Anybody else, man? What, what do you got? What's up, everybody? Uh, just, just coffee routine. <laughs> coffee has actually uh, helped me get more into a meditation routine in the morning uh, because when when I get up, my alarm clock goes off at four every day. Really? A cat, yeah. yeah. Unless a cat has woken me up prior to that, which is something that will definitely happen. There's another cat. Uh, but then I go downstairs, make my coffee, press start on the coffee maker. And then by the time that that is brewed, I go and I sit down and shut my eyes and I breathe for five minutes and just try to like meditate while that timer is going off. And that's kind of my alarm right now to, oh, good. you know, stop me from it's like okay you've taken some time for yourself and uh yeah, yeah. i don't know it's really that actually reward is waiting me. for you when you're done it's like it's like a dangling carrot of black magic right because then pretty much almost right after that it's going to stretch and then going to work out so i just use caffeine as my my pre-workout i think that's totally fine man i think i think you're doing great man i'm proud of your progress man you've been killing it i'm glad that you're sticking to it and you're you're still as fired up about it as you were at the beginning so you know it's awesome (laughs) i got a wildfire burning underneath me right now and i just gotta keep moving keep moving man i know (laughs) we're we're moving into the body weight part of the mental combat thing i've been doing that myself give it give it a shot man i think you'll dig it yeah it it looks tough but i'm you know curious to see what see what happens why that was even included in the in the plan is it's all meant to be just done in the comfort of your own space like all you need is a yoga mat or whatever carpet you don't even need a yoga mat there's no excuses you can get anything done especially with uh you know around here gyms aren't even open still so there's just been a been been a huge need for the at-home workout and instead of putting together another thing it's just like burpees push-ups and squats we can uh better our well-being as well and i think uh having a balance and calisthenics and sort of advanced techniques it looks looks hard on paper but when you build up to it it's just like anything else man you know it's like deadlifting 135 looks really hard if you've never lifted weights and then soon it becomes nothing so i feel like it's the same thing with all these all these body weight and yoga poses as well so we'll be all right man yeah, body weight stuff is severely underestimating. And like you underestimate it and you're like, oh, that's not hard. And then you're just like sweating like 30 seconds in. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's terrible. I know. It's it's crazy, especially um, static poses too. If you want to like hold, you know, a lot of people think they can hang from a pull-up bar for a minute. And a lot oh. of most people can't, you know, most people can't hold a squat for a minute. Like it's, uh, it's important it. to do. Yeah. And like coming from a person who works in a physical therapy office, like you see people who don't have basic range of motion and, you know, not that that's, you know, you go absolutely work on that, but it's just, you know, it's, it's daunting at first. And you're like, how the heck am I going to do this now that I know it's that hard, you know, but you get through it. Get through it. Mobility is super important. And that's an, another thing I wanted to just make sure we address with everybody is because i like you said before about the go, go, go fitness weights, mentality, attitude. Like when I was in that mode doing my weightlifting, I might have, I may have been muscular, but I barely could scratch the back of my neck. (laughs) It's uh, that's way more important, especially as we all get older and smarter, it's way cooler to be able to have full range of motion of your shoulders and hips than it is to, you know, lift a bunch of weight and impress your girlfriend that actually doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> I've always said that, like, you need to make sure your body can move before you lift something. Yeah. Are you that, wasn't, that wasn't directed right at you, Mikey, at all. <laughs> that wasn't 100% me. I, I, I was, that wasn't a subtweet at all. Yes, it was. <laughs> now, I've been, this year, I've been planning on, uh, like, doing more mobility or just, like, because my shoulder is hurting all the time. My yeah. hip hurt all the time, just from like years of wrestling and years of lifting heavy weights. That's been wanting to do yeah. more. We'll just get like, yeah, get blood flow going better to my joints and stuff like that. Definitely, man. Well, you know, you know, I'm here for you for that, and we're gonna be putting out these uh, mobility videos for yeah, the about. program pretty soon. So I think you'll you'll benefit from that greatly, especially hips, dude. Hips are huge. But with everything, I know you squat heavy as fuck and deadlift heavier than I'll ever deadlift. So, but that that's a lot on your, it's a lot on your hips. So if you take care of those and your, you say it's your rotator cuff, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's more of my collarbone slash like trapezius muscle, like right here, right in there. Cause I have full range of motion, but it just like catches. Okay. Well then that's not the worst. We'll get you, to, we'll, get, we'll get you to the killing machine status you need to be. Nothing a little stretching and mobility exercises can't fix. Right, exactly. And like right I mean, now, I've, oh, sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> I think it's it's just kind of wild and crazy how much of a difference it makes because I, for some reason, I think I read some articles somewhere at one point in time. You know, the internet full of articles and contradicting views on everything. They're like stretching is not that important. And I kind of got into my brain that I didn't have to do it as much as I noticeably needed to. Um, and this would even be after long runs, like where I ran, I mean, after, yeah, after a half marathon, not doing anything, just hanging out and being like, okay, I deserve that beer. Now I'm going to go and just walk around for the day and, that'll, and I'll be fine. And then the next day I have to go downstairs backwards because I could hardly walk. It, you know, but you start stretching and you start working on all of these things. And the other day for an hour and a half trail run in the snow and, you know, that's about, well, that was my half marathon time pace. And uh, at the next day, later that day, I'm fine. And it's just because I'm stretching before and I'm stretching afterwards. It's such a huge difference. It's huge. It makes you feel like Batman. It's a real thing. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, the other thing I find, too, is, like, on social media, they're, like, I, I don't know about you guys, like, you know, who you follow besides, like, you know, our Death Comes Lifting family, but, like, sometimes I follow these people, and they're, like, yo, like, glute activation before your workout. Like, no, like, fucking stretch, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> like, you're activating your muscles in your workout. Forget that. Like, just stretch for a second, you know? And yes. I think those, like, influencers again have that like not that's a bad thing sure activate your glutes before working out but like also like stretch <laughs> yeah and that's nothing like well activation is just like warm up a warm-up set yeah. you know like yeah. i never i never got down with that either and you see a lot of people still static stretching before a workout which is not the right thing to do yeah. i mean holding holding a stretch for 30 seconds to a minute or longer that makes your muscles deactivate that that makes them rest it sends them the message that they need to chill out so we we don't want to do that before the workout we always wanted static stretch after that's why i always say do that at night away from your workout and that will help with recovery too and uh i know you know that mohawk mandy but a lot of people still you, you walk into la fitness man 
it's not it's a it's a bad scene you see the old arm thing yeah you're just like that's not really helping you out man like okay sure if you need to stretch like during your sets that's okay because you're already warm but like you see somebody spending 10 minutes on the floor doing god knows what and you're like dude you should be waiting till after absolutely Absolutely. or you you could just drink coffee and throw on some black sabbath and you'll be loose exactly it's like like electric Well, guys, I really appreciate you being here for the first one. I think that went pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. And what's uh, why we do this? The main thing is the community, right? And that, that's what I want to hammer home with the whole lifting dead army thing, and just everything we do is it, it's it's a it's a brand, it's a lifestyle brand. It goes way beyond me. It goes way beyond anybody involved. But the community, especially now with gyms being closed, with with shit being weird, shit's probably going to be weird for this year too. I don't think, yeah. you know, everybody thinks that, oh, 2020 is over. So like all the bad stuff gone, uh, you know, it's just a day. And uh, I think we're going to be dealing with this and we're going to be dealing with some mental health aftershocks from this for quite a while. And community is the best thing, especially when everybody's isolated. So it really means a lot that you're here and we're going to continue doing this and continue kicking ass together, fam. This bump through the microphone <laughs> that's what's up well i'm gonna i'm gonna get get out of here for today this will be up later and uh yeah man you guys know the drill please feel free to uh, message us with anything you got any suggestions anything anybody listening we thank you for listening thank you for letting me waste your sunday morning with black sabbath and yoga babble and uh i love you guys thank you so much thank you you got it yeah see ya yeah. thank you thank you